Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. So today on The Determined Mom Show, we have a very special guest. She is the owner of QCSS, which stands for Quality, Customer Service, and Sales, which is a very, very, very large call center operation. She founded it from her living room um, when her children were small. Welcome, Kathy Karabetsos. Welcome, Kathy. My pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me today. Very excited to be with you. Awesome. So I would love for you to share your story with us. I know as a mom, I'm kind of in that uh, living room (laughs) startup phase. (laughs) So I am super excited to have someone on the show like you. Um, You have a podcast, you have a multi-million dollar company, you help so many people with what you do. So I would just love to hear your journey. And I'm sure that our, our listeners would too. Sure. Well, let me start because I think that the big, the key behind what it is that you and I want to talk about today is an audience that um, you can have both. You can have a business and you can birth babies. You can do it all. Um, that's kind of how we started out. And we, we did it kind of opposite today's modern day. So our journey began 28 years ago and we founded the company um, for different reasons because I actually wound up being unemployable and I was fired out of my job. I wound up saying, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to change the way the call center industry is ran. It's not going to be the good old boys club anymore. We're going to make sure honesty and integrity is throughout the walls and halls of this particular industry. And we, we happened to hit on a niche. So for seven years, the first seven years of our journey in business, myself and my partner, Karen Hall, we actually worked from her den or my living room, both. Combined four children at the time, my two little ones and her two little ones, and then I went on to have five more. I'm a mother of seven, Um, so and been a business like for near near three decades. So yeah, but a little bit over uh, 28 years. So we decided at the time that we wanted to raise our own children. We were very ambitious, obviously, to become an entrepreneur. You have to have that ambition behind you, and we're go getters. We're both very self motivated, self driven, and I think we just kind of fed one off of another. So that partnership has obviously, we're still intact today, friends and also partnership for three decades. But we, again, we started out for the first seven years working diligently on one client. We had a special formula, which is we talked to, we sold to, we catered to, and we nurtured one consumer at a time. It was in the cosmetic and the fragrance industry. And so we found something that worked for us and we just kept on going, kept on building it literally one sale at a time. One client, seven years focused there. And we hired other people around the country working from home. Uh, About seven years into it, we had decided to approach a contest for being one of the best home-based businesses in America. And at the same time, we were doing it backwards. We had been known and eventually wound up on the cover of Money Magazine in May of 1997 as being the um, pioneers of the virtual call center. And so in today's modern world, everybody is a virtual call center, but back then there weren't any. And so we did it backwards. We started as a virtual. We wanted to hire and employ other moms working from home, people that wanted to raise their children. And then when our kids got older, well, some of our kids got older because I kept on having them, we brought in our husbands and then we went the traditional route and finally opened our own physical location. And then we were able to do both, hire more moms, employ more people, create jobs within the organization and community. And so there you have it. 30 years later, we're just um, still growing year after year, bootstrap company, very proud of what we've accomplished. But now my seven, uh, two are married, 
two are in college, and I have three on their way to high school, one eighth grader next year, and then a sophomore and junior in high school. So I've been doing it, and it's a lot of work, and people say, how do you do it? You just stay organized. You stay consistent. You watch your funds. You create cash flow. You get results for your clients, and you just don't quit. And if you can do, if you can juggle not quitting with that mentality, you need breaks. Your moms, you are going to be exhausted. And people say, you're always tired. Yeah, I am. I am always tired, but I'm also always energetic. So um, my key behind our success would probably be that there's two women behind it that decided that they were going to birth babies and birth businesses. And we've stuck to that for near three decades. Wow. That's such an inspiring story. And I hope, you know, if you're listening out there and you're in that stage of like, okay, I just had a baby. What am I going to do? You take from Kathy's story, the fact that you can do it. And not only can you do it, but you can turn it into something huge that helps so many people, not only her clients, but she's also helping a ton of moms. She's employing, how many employees do you have, Kathy? It fluctuates anywhere from 150 to 200 currently in our two centers. We have one in Chicago and one out in the middle of the cornfields, Wisconsin. So Midwest call centers, USA-based agency, and we're really proud of that. And making a contribution to our society, both in job creation, helping moms be able to raise, be locally, flexible schedules, you know, that's that's part of our calling. And we just, um, we don't take that very lightly. So the more jobs that we can create and help our own country and our local communities, we are just thrilled, absolutely thrilled. That's amazing. And I have a question for you. Do you ever get any slack for kind of focusing on the hiring of moms? Um, Has anybody ever given you pushback? Because I got pushback on that like (laughs) right away. (laughs) Um, That's offensive. That push back on hiring moms. No, it's interesting, I guess, because we've always done things opposite or backwards or the straight and narrow, the hard way. Another, another one of our fantastic uh, hiring or employment tactics is going after baby boomers. I mean, who else would possibly not desire to have this plethora of knowledge, wisdom, career experience? you take that, those wonderful beauties and you mix them with your millennials who are now entering the marketplace or Z-Gen who are entering the marketplace and you combine that wisdom with new technology and wherewithal to get around speed and accuracy and digital everything, that's dynamic. So to all the naysayers saying you shouldn't be hiring moms, why? Because we're also capable of careers and producing children. And by the way, desiring and demanding that we're able to do both at the same time you go, girl. Don't let anyone ever tell you differently. Yeah, I had uh, an incident and uh, where I, ha- I kind of made a lot of uh, podcast editors really mad <laughs> because I, I said that I wanted my podcast editor to be a mom. And so I have an episode about that. But um, I got a lot of negative feedback. And I've, the thing that really resonates with me about your business is that you literally started out exactly the same way that I do. And you try to seek out those moms that are looking to work from home with their children. So... Okay. And I, you know, I commend every mom, no matter which route you go for you and your family, if you're going into the workforce and you're working a traditional job and you can't be there for your children, you're, you're, you're juggling that between family or daycare, hats off to you. I love you all. First of all, birthing a baby in this world is a miracle in and of itself and juggling that with your finances, your busy day and dropping in, it's, it's an incredible accomplishment. So if just for me and my family though, I didn't want to have daycare involved. I wanted to raise my children. 
So I'm like a double go-getter. It just was the way and was the formula for me and I'm all for it. And so I cannot even believe that anyone would be upset. Well, actually I can kind of, when you're doing something good, when you're doing something right, you are going to have the naysayers. You're going to have the negative feedback. You just put them out. It's just noise. Right. Exactly. The one guy was like, well, uh, would you consider hiring a dad, a stay-at-home dad? And I said, no, but you could go create a business and hire stay-at-home dads. <laughs> I'm like, just do it, you know, empower them and help them and, you know, whatever way. But my passion is for mom. So, yeah. And if that's your passion, that's, you know, and being a business owner, you get to make that decision for yourself. You know, we employ everyone. So just so you know, obviously men, women, we, we do employ yeah. everybody. But we did start out our passion wanting to help uh, our moms because we could relate to it. Yeah. And so there's nothing wrong with wanting to have that. And that is a way, I mean, it sounds to me like that's part of your calling. You want to assist other moms because you know what it's like to be in that predicament and not have enough opportunities out there. So well done. It doesn't mean that our men are not welcome. We want, we want to celebrate everyone. And I, hats off to men. And I don't, I don't give a shout out to my husband because I could never have done all of these wonderful things for other women and men if it weren't for my husband. And that is a fact. I mean, you know, people say you don't talk a lot about him. He's my stone. He's my rock. He's my consistent. He's my biggest supporter, my biggest fan. And I would never be able to do any, all of this without him. So he's just the kind of guy who doesn't want to be in the forefront. He doesn't want to be in social. He doesn't want to be on podcasts and he does his work and he does it by supporting his, his bride. And, um, he's my, my notebook. He is my love story. So that's awesome. How long have you been married? We've been married 31 years. Wow. That's amazing. Congratulations. Another story and another, another podcast. Yeah, exactly. One years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there is a lot to dive into there. (laughs) Oh yes. Um, I'm I'm going on 11. So yeah, I feel like a baby. So I have a question going back to your partner. This is a question that I feel like a lot of entrepreneurial moms that are really, really motivated that like you said, you described yourself and your partner as being like self-motivated self-starters. Where did you guys meet? I was way, way long ago in another town and village when I was a wee little female. I actually was a bank teller that I worked in, in the bank. And um, I met her through her boyfriend from coming to our bank. He happened to work for the organization that I eventually wound up being fired from, which caused me to create our own company. Mm-hmm. But that same company she worked at, he worked at. And so one day we got together as friends and I met her and we just hit it off and eventually formed an incredible bond, relationship, friendship wound up being um, uh, bachelorettes. We had our little bachelorette pad and we lived in the city together. And then we, we were working together. We were in the city together. And then eventually we wound up marrying and being each other's weddings, raising children, all the other good stuff together. So that's how we met. And um, interestingly enough, we were both working for the organization, which I gave myself four solid years of working with this company, eventually was walked out because I was fired for telling the truth and giving my honest opinion which was the biggest blessing. I had um, absolutely adored this woman, a business owner. It was a $50 million cosmetic company at the time. And I just kept on eating up everything that she was doing in business because it was so intriguing to me. And so I wanted to learn and I'm a a consistent learner. I I just take in information every single day in my life, whether it's audio, visual, books, whatever it is, I'm just constantly learning. And that's another part of being successful. I believe that firmly is you never know enough. There's always something new stay on top of technology, um, techniques or whatever it is. So I happened to watch this woman for, for my four years and gave a hundred percent. I had two, the two small children at the time. And when I was give, I gave my opinion and I put a video out on this recently. You can see it on uh, my LinkedIn and no Facebook. I was fired for giving my opinion because it didn't align with hers. And she called me in her office. She was very upset by it. She thought I was 
basically disrespecting her opinion. And I said, no, I just, mine was different than yours. And I was very respectful, but she didn't, she had nothing to do with it. She got very heated. Long story short, that is the reason why I started my organization, to be honest with you. And the rest of the story that you don't, you won't hear on the video is she wound up being our second client. After those first seven years, I had a second, uh, first client that we worked with. After those seven years, when we opened our traditional call center in um, suburb, suburban area in Chicagoland, I went to her and asked her because I knew that she was using vendors for call center work. And she said, absolutely. And she brought me on board and we worked with them for 16 years. Wow. That's yeah. an amazing turnaround story yeah. to, exactly. to have that defeat or kind of feeling like defeated, like your opinion doesn't matter. And then have that person kind of see the value in you years later. And I'm sure she realized her mistake at some point. Did you ever have that conversation with her? No, we never had to because I knew. I knew by her hiring me and she kept me on for 16 years. And unfortunately, I tried consulting with her for many, many years. And sometimes people just are set in their ways and they don't change. But um, I, I really loved the company. I loved what she stood for. I loved everything about what she was able to accomplish. And I really, I saw a lot of um, things coming that she maybe, maybe didn't expect. And I, I tried consulting with her for many years on um, some moves that maybe she should take. And she never just, she just didn't pull the trigger. She stayed very traditional in the way that she had built the company. And it's very sad to say that um, they're going out of business. Yeah. So it's, it's a terrifying end to her story. It's a beautiful story for me. Um, I'm very blessed and fortunate that I had the experience both in that I was fired from her, that I was able to watch and build and take from her all her good attributes and building a company. I am very honored that she listened to me for all the years it's unfortunate the way that things turn out for her organization, but she'll be fine. She's in her later years in life and um, things work out the way that they do for a reason. Yeah, but definitely. I'm fortunate that my company was started that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's a really, really cool story as well. <laughs> You're full of them. <laughs> I love it. I have stories for days. Yeah. I did see your video on LinkedIn and I really liked it and I resonated with it as well because it's one of those things when you're in a corporate position um, of any type, you're working for someone else. That, that's what I kind of define as corporate. Um, it could be any type of position and you have someone that doesn't value your opinion. And if it's different from theirs, they just completely dismiss you. That's a really, really big challenge. And to be fired for that is definitely kind of a really low blow and it had to kind of, I guess you can take it either way. You can take it as defeat or you can take it as fuel and you took it as fuel. Well, and it felt, and I felt defeated. So, you know, mm -hmm. people say you know, the end of the story is a beautiful turnout, no question about it, but it was hurtful. It was very painful and I did feel defeated, but in my defeat, I said, I will accomplish much because of this. And I did, and I set out to do it and I did. And um, just yesterday we had potluck here and we took, we try our best to take care of our people and make sure that they know that they're extremely valuable. They are the reason we're in business. And there happens to be a young lady that works with us that came out of that same organization. And she was in tears. We followed up. I said, you know, you saw the video. What did you think? And she said, I, I don't know if I can get through this response. She said, wow. it's nice day. And she said, I won't say the company's name. She said, but, and she just gave such a beautiful testimony. It just came out of her heart. She was ready to cry. Gave her the biggest hug ever, but she shared with our entire team world of difference. Like she feels so blessed and fortunate. And she is the reason why we set up to, uh, to do it in the first place. So we actually have somebody living and breathing, coming through that exact experience and understanding from that exact organization to ours, the difference between the two. And, you know, it's kind of, you get a little peek into that. You, you did a little good and yeah. so blessed, so blessed to be able to see that. That's awesome. And you know, you're doing something right, you know, like you can tell you're doing something right. 
So tell us about your podcast, Go Big or Go Broke. Right. Well, podcast. Okay. So I did not want to be in the forefront of any getting up speaking. You know, I'm raising kids still and I don't want to be flying around the country. And so I had a fabulous gentleman approach me with podcasts. It was like the latest and greatest thing. Everyone's jumping in podcasts. And we talked a little bit about my story and where we came from and what we're doing and how we've done it. And he's like, Kathy, other people need to hear your story. You can inspire so many. And I thought, hmm, oh, I'm just, I'm doing my thing, taking care of my Q family, we call our employees, our team, our staff, our family. So I'm taking care of my family. I'm taking care of the Q family. I don't know that I can handle anymore. It's a lot. But he said, Kathy, no, really, you need, you need, you should consider your story because you can impact others. And I thought about it. Yeah, I guess I can. So we started this podcast and the mission is really, you know, go big or go broke, meaning if I can do this, if I can do this, raising seven children and go really big, raising seven children and not giving up anything, meaning I did it my way. I did it my way in that my children were raised at our hand. I didn't have to send them off. That was my way. And that we were able to create by the gift of God and the grace of God, a multi-million dollar organization. And we're just getting started now. People say all the time, are you going to get out of the business? Like, heck no, I'm just getting started. I'm just getting warmed up. So I'm proud to say I'm going to be 52 years old this year and 10 xing it is in the, in the near and near future for my organization. Cause my children are all now going to be off to college in the next five years. I'll have them all off to college or, or through, you know, through college and off and all that good stuff. I'm going to be a grandma this year as well. So I decided that, yeah, everyone has a voice. So it wasn't about me. It was about, let me have them hear me so that I can bring guests on so they can hear others so that we can impact to saying, yeah, I do have a voice and I can go big. So when they're listening to this, Amanda, today, they're saying, yeah, well, Kevin and Amanda talked about going big and they gave some practical ideas and tips on how you can do that and experiences of how they did it. Absolutely. So my originally it was, you know, you can go and become wealthy beyond your wildest dreams. That's one part of it. But going big for every human being is completely different. Some it's about spirituality, some it's giving back, some it's financially, some it's all of the above, but whatever that can be for each individual, that's what I set up to do. So now I want to impact millions. I want to, I want to help thousands every year become wealthy beyond their wildest dreams because they have it within them. I want them to, to birth that. So that's really a big part of, so birthing babies, birthing businesses and birthing brilliance. Now, I guess I could add to my story. So that's really what it's about. It's impacting millions to, so that they know they have a voice and every one of us has a unique voice. We need to be heard. And if I can have any hand in dragging that out of somebody and having their voice be heard so they can impact another human being, I've done my job. That's awesome. That's a great, uh, I love the, the birthing, the birthing uh, analogy there. <laughs> Thank you. It's amazing. Birthing brilliance. I think that's, we're going to have to use that one. Yeah. I think that's a, you might want to uh, copyright that or what is that? Uh, trademark that because it's a really good, uh, good phrase. So tell us, do you have any actionable tips for the moms? You've been in our shoes. You've been in a lot of other shoes that we're probably going to um, wear <laughs> between now and when we get to your, you know, where you're at with the multi-million dollar company. What actionable tips do you have for us to go big? Well, first of all, start with one thing, whether that's a product or service, something that you're passionate about or something that you're knowledgeable about or something that you find in the marketplace currently that's already there that you can enhance it, make it better. Just figure out something that you know, feel, believe, and you're confident about that you either are passionate about it or you can change it to make it better. Augment what is currently happening in the marketplace and make it a lot better. And then sell it to one client. That's your job. You have to sell to one client. 
once you have that one client, don't try to get number two, three, four, five, ten, 10, and 20. Get the results for that one client. And once you have the results for that one client, now you have a raving fan. Now you take the testimony of that one raving fan and you go out and you find client number two. And all you have to do is continue to rinse and repeat. If you do that and you build one client at a time with exceptional results, communication is going to be key. Timeliness is going to be key. Organization is going to be key because a lot of companies grow and they're really good at what they do, except they miss the part about communication with clients, staying in touch with them. And then we forget about our clients. And we're like, well, I'm going out to number two and I'm finding number three and number four and number five and number 10. And then all of a sudden you look back and you start seeing, oh, 20% drop off client churn. I'm losing them. Why am I losing them? I'm getting the results for them. Well, because they didn't feel loved and somebody else came and dated them on the side when you were not looking and they wooed them. So they, they got them on price or they got them on relationship or they got them on communication. Stay in front of your clients, communicate with your clients, literally love on your customers. And the only way that you can prove your love is staying in close communication, but also with the results. So you do those two things that's called share the love they're not going to go anywhere. And so can, if you can build that one brick at a time, one client at a time, you will be probably the most successful in your industry. And that's the formula. Okay. That's awesome. That's a, it seems like a very easy formula to follow. So um, it shouldn't be a big challenge. And I love that. I think it's 100%, 100% spot on. So Thank and you. I think when we're in business and the more that you learn, the, the more books that you read, the people that inspire you, when, it, when you simplify it, that's when you, magic happens. You just yeah. have to keep things very simple. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Simple is definitely better than uh, overcomplicating. And I, I have a tendency to overcomplicate. <laughs> I know that's just we in my nature. Because we, especially us women, we love the next best shiny thing. Mm -hmm. And so we want to do the next thing. Oh, I didn't add that into my marketing mix. Why am I not doing that? Let me add that. But then we forget about these things that are already working. And then we're adding in something new. So if it's working and it's not broken, don't fix it. That's mm -hmm. number one. And then if there's something that you need to do to enhance and staying up with the times and digital age, fine, add it, slowly test. Don't go all in slowly test. It works or it doesn't. You tweak it and you go. There's so much here. I mean, 30, 30 years of being in business, I could tell you all the college funded mistakes we've made. Yeah. And, and what I, when you peel it all back, it's just boils down to taking your eye off of the core things, results and communication, loving your customers. Start there and stop there and you will be successful. I love it. I love it. I love it. I follow you on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, I love, um, and also on Facebook, but I love everything that you post. You post uh, really inspirational quotes and also really, you're basically just kind of taking instances from your career and giving those to us in a relatable manner. So if you don't follow Kathy, um, and if you're not connected with her on LinkedIn, please do that because you're going to get so much value just out of her, <laughs> her daily posts. Seriously. Every day I'm like, oh my goodness like, 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 share, comment. <laughs> like, I just love it. So um, is there anywhere else that people can connect with you that would be? Well, um, my, my podcast is Go Big or Go Broke, and that's at kathycarabetsis.com. That's my, my personal brand website, which will lead you eventually to me at qcssinc.com, which is our business website. Um, if you want to talk to me, I am on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I am on YouTube. I am on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. The one I am currently not engaging on is Snapchat. I haven't figured that out. It's such my kids thing. And I'm just, oh, I don't yeah. have time for the next shiny thing. So yeah, 
just not quite there yet. And that and Pinterest haven't really dived into it too much, but I'm trying to get more involved in YouTube because Gary V says that's the place to be. So if Gary says it, we got to do it. Yep, exactly. And LinkedIn. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love absolutely be on LinkedIn. It's the number one spot right now. Yeah, definitely. Especially for B2B. And I think a lot of people are afraid of LinkedIn um, because of you're a consumer driven business, but you want to go big in terms of quantity and selling a lot of product. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is a place to be. And I think people shy away from that. They think, Oh, maybe B2B more on Facebook. Listen, I love Facebook because I think it's very intimate and the people that I'm connected to mostly on in Facebook, I'm also connected to on LinkedIn. So there's just a different forum, mm-hmm. but I love my intimacy on Facebook being, being myself there as well. So we yeah. have a little conversation like today just popped on right before we got, I jumped on here and just said, guys, customer experience. I'm like, I'm sick of hearing customer experience. If you're not posting your phone number, you're not answering your phone calls. Like uh, people want to talk to humans, get your phone number out there. Let people call you and talk to you. Yeah. Or you're not, or I call baloney on every one of you that said I have great customer experience. No, you don't. Yeah. Your brand is not a, a shell, a company. It is a, the people and the people need to hear from you and they need to see you, feel you and touch you. And if they can't, do this via Zoom or face-to-face, they certainly want to have a phone call with your brand. So there is zero possibility of you having exceptional customer experience if you are not answering your calls. So let's get that first and foremost. Answer your phones. Yeah, exactly. And so your company, I have a quick question about this um, before we wrap up, but your company, what um, businesses would benefit from your services? Well, I would love to say every single business and that's probably true. And I could probably analyze which type of company would be best suited for which type of service. But for being in business for 30 years or near 30 years, three decades, we have, we've worked with startups to technology, to funded companies, to bootstrap companies. Now we're dealing with fortune 500 companies. So we have ran the whole gamut, but we basically two services when it comes to call centers. Number one is inbound customer support answering services, customer support, help desk, um, taking care of customers, your customer service and customer support and customer experience on the inbound side. And then of course, anything social media related. So for example, if you're out there and you're posting all these beautiful ads and or opportunities to attract attraction marketing, getting people to raise their hand and saying, I want to work with you and you're not answering your calls or you're sending them to direct messaging or your website, your order forms, that's where we come in handy. We're responsive to all of the latest and greatest digital methods. So that's all inbound marketing on our inbound services and then outbound. And this is where we started our company. One phone call at a time, lead generation, appointment setting, and direct sales. We do primarily focus on large organizations in today's world, but we haven't forgotten our roots. So we leave space for our entrepreneurs because it's super important that there's an opportunity to work with great companies, building great brands who are just ha- brilliant and they have to, they have to be birthed somewhere, right? Right. So we leave space for our entrepreneurs because we want to make sure that they know that they can have an quality um, experience and grow with a quality call center as well. So you just have to find the right partner that has experience in your industry. Um, you can start by asking me the questions and I'll lead you on the right trail. If somebody wants to connect with me, I'm certainly happy to show them where, the, where to go if it's not with us directly. Very good. Very good. I, I hope to use your services someday, someday soon with my membership site. I, I'm sure that I'll need at some point if it grows to where I want it to grow, um, some sort of customer service um, support team. So 
Exactly. And that's one of our finite niches. Like we know we talked about that before memberships and trade associations, subscription based, anything recurring revenue mm -hmm. is uh, a big one. You have to have that type of nurturing relationship with your customers. So yeah. good for you. Hats off. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So is there anything else, any other nuggets or anything that you want to share? Any uh, pearls well, of wisdom? Well, keep on bursting those babies. Don't give up on your dreams of being a great mama and or parent and running a company. Um, the only time you can call out failure is if you actually quit, don't quit. Hashtag no quit in me is the theme of my life. Don't give up. Don't quit. You're going to have rough days. You might have rough months. You might have rough weeks. Don't quit. Reach out to people that, that have been where you are and are going or have arrived at where you want to go. Those are the people you want to talk to. Don't waste your time trying to figure out on yourself. Try to get a mentor. Try to get a coach. Somebody that has the experience. And if you look out and you say, my five-year goal is to be in this industry at that size, go find that industry in that size and start talking and add value to their lives and start having a mentor. Don't do it on your own. I wasted so many years trying to figure it out all on my own. And that was the silliest mistake I've ever made. And that's the one thing that I've been surrounded on and all my friends on social media. I learned that really quickly over the last couple of years. Find the people who have been there and done it and start getting advice from them. And even if you have to pay for that advice, you will cut down your learning time substantially and your growth will happen much quicker. So see the pros, talk to the pros, get mentored, get coached and uh, cut your learning curve in half. Awesome. Awesome. Last question for you. What is your favorite thing about having kind of worked from home with your kids for all of these years or even starting it or, you know, it's just the question that I always ask all of the moms that come on our show. Everybody's answer is completely different, but what was my favorite thing for starting my company at home? Is that yeah. Like being able to work from home with your kids. It's just being there for them. You know, as I raise my kids and they look back, there's one thing, you know, they're going to say, and I have seven kids. So one's going to say I did this wrong. One's going to say that wrong. But one thing they can never say to us is that we were not there for them. Yeah. And I find my children to be the biggest blessing and gift in my life outside of my husband. And I take that calling very, very important. It's like the biggest calling I have in life. The, the legacy I will leave in this world is sure the impact positively I had in community, but it's really my children. Yeah. And so I didn't want to leave that legacy to somebody else. And so that is the best part of, of building a business from home. Wow. That's awesome. And that's, I think what all of us aspire to, you know, to, to be, um, you know, have our kids be in high school and college and getting married and, and to have that feeling of like, okay, I did everything that I could possibly do to make it work. Exactly right. You know, somebody asked me a question on another podcast recently. I said, you know, what's going to be on your, uh, it's kind of morbid, but at the time when God calls you home, what do you want it, it to say on your headstone? And I said, she gave a hundred percent. She gave it all. There yeah. was nothing she didn't give. And that's true. And so for our kids, I think if they, you can look back or they can look back in their lives when you, are, you do meet your maker and your children are left behind in their families, and that will happen eventually someday, that the children can say, she gave it all. And she gave it all for us, our family. That's yeah. a big deal. I didn't do it right. I didn't do it perfectly. There isn't a Cinderella story here. Um, yes, you're going to have good moments. Yes, you're going to have bad moments. You're going to have, and, and my life is a one big notebook. I love my life, but it's a lot of bickering, a lot of challenges, a lot of war stories, a lot of expenses and mistakes but yeah. my kids are going to be able to say she definitely gave a hundred percent and wanted to be raise her own children and um, raise her own business so that's i'm it's the proudest proudest thing i could say that i've accomplished in my life well that gave me chills so 
Because <laughs> I, uh, I definitely want to be that and do that. And I think and you're doing it. You are that. So you don't even have to question yourself when you'll have days you're like, wow, can I? And you want to pull your hair out, keep on going. Take the breaths that you need though. When you're feeling like overwhelmed, all of our moms today, if you're feeling overwhelmed, give yourself the break, give yourself that grace, go to bed, take your rest, take a week off if you need to. If you need to send out a note to the whole world, I am on a mom break, then do it. But then get back up. Make sure your feet always hit the floor whenever you're ready. When you've got your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual together, get your feet back on the floor and keep on going. Don't quit. Awesome. Well, you have been a huge inspiration to us and you're a huge inspiration to me every single day. And I'm so happy that we were able to connect. And I thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your knowledge and your wisdom and your um, experiences. And um, I just want you to know that I am a big fan and I'm watching everything that you do. So thank you so much. It is an honor and my privilege to be with you today and let's stay close so that we can watch each other grow in any way I can help you. Make sure you reach out to me as well. We will. I will. Thank you so much, Kathy. Beautiful. Have a great day. You too. This episode of the determined mom show is sponsored by the keyword content planner. If you're not sure how to do keyword research and you're overwhelmed by not knowing if you got it right or how long your content should be, this super special content planner will help you to determine everything that you need to know about your targeted keywords. So it's going to give you your targeted content length, your reading difficulty score, more related keywords, and it also supplies the top 10 website suggestions for backlinking. You can get this right now for $37. It is on super duper special. So definitely check out the link in the show notes. Get your keyword content planner today.